thank you so much to our sponsors, Yellow Racket Records, a place for music lovers to discover, hear, and buy new and pre-loved records. Great staff, great coffee, comfy chairs. YellowRacketCHA.com and RC2 Realty Solutions Real Estate Investments. Robin Ring's got a brand new thing. Call 531-1722. Just like a paper tiger Torn apart by idle hands Through the helter-skelter moment Fix yourself while you still can Wednesday, March 10th, 2021, Nuga Radio. Haven't done the spiel all morning. NugaRadio.com, the website. This album, I feel like this is one of the most beautiful and haunting albums ever recorded. Um, It took young Beck's heart being shattered into a thousand pieces for him to actually write these songs and put them down. It's called Sea Changes. It's 20 years old now. I can't tell you. It's certain, a beautiful, beautiful certain, album. Certain things make me feel old, and other things make is me feel very old. Is this really twenty years old? Yes, now? yeah. I I remember distinctly God. this album had just come out before one of our family trips down to Cumberland Island. And as a matter of fact, it was it was um, it wasn't just the family; it was the extended family. We had two or three families and friends and kids all going down there. We were not going to camp. We were going to actually stay at the state park there at St. Mary's River and just go out and do day trips. And it was Rebecca was among those that went. Mm-hmm. And we were just friends and our kids were friends. And it was her first trip ever to Cumberland. Mm. And I remember, though, that album, that CD was in constant play yeah. in my vehicle. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe how good it was, how yeah. touching it was, how sweet it was, and how sad it was. And, I mean, he was used to, you know, we were used to hearing two turntables and a microphone yeah. and loser. Right. And all of a sudden I went, God, this guy's really brilliant, good, but it took a heartbreak to get it out of him. Released and in 2002. How about that? Man. Yeah. Right at it. So, uh, that's still good. Neither, neither here nor there. I said, I was going to paint a little mental picture for you this morning. Just to, let me, let me do it. I'm just, this is, this is, this is coming from me. Nobody else. It's apropos of nothing. Apropos of nothing like whatsoever. Like most things around here. Yeah, exactly. It's just, but it's something I thought about. I've thought about it many times. I have, for the last several years of my life, I've been trying to work on impulse behavior. Clearly, that's not working real well for me. Y'all have probably figured that out by now. <laughs> I still have an issue with, with a hair trigger when it comes to my emotions, especially my anger. I have hair trigger on all kinds of emotions. You'd be surprised how often I actually cry because something is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I literally cry more often, and I cry more as the older I get. I've never been afraid to cry as a guy, but it's usually because something is so unbearably pretty. I love that about you. Uh, well, thank you. I know. I was shocked whenever I sent you that uh, Eric Church cut, Leonard Skinner Jones. Yeah, yeah. It got mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Oh, it got me. It got me right between the eyes. Yesterday, I heard the Black Puma's new version of Fast Car, yeah. the Tracy Chapman yeah. song. Yeah. I had to pull the car over. I, I couldn't to that believe how good it when was. You sent it to me yeah. and I was like, oh, wow. I sent it to Rebecca. I said, <clears throat> I said I'm not crying, you're crying. Because <laughs> I knew it would make her well up when she heard it. Um, but 
it's just one of those, I, I try really hard, I do, when I find myself getting angry at somebody for some stupid little thing, I try to remember that they're living their life too, and I don't know what their situation is. Now, you can take it to the nth degree and go all the way back to the incident. Do I know what was going on inside that guy's head when he tailgated me? I don't. But I know what was inside his head when he followed me for 14 miles and flashed a gun and tried to run me off the road. That became fairly clear. He didn't know what was going through my head either at the beginning when I was in a great mood. And it was Father's Day and the first day of my vacation. I had no problem, no road rage. But I still got, you know, labeled as a road rager. Um, when you react to somebody out there in the real world in just some little encounter, you don't know what you're getting into. You don't That's know what, what you could be affecting. Your loose word or flipped bird or lack of a thank you appreciative wave when they let you out in traffic may trigger something. It may not be your fault. That doesn't make any difference. What does that? What what difference does your fault have to do with what's going to happen? Nothing. Nothing. Not a doggone thing. I mean, and I just I, I just want y'all to just think about this today because I we've noted people are undoubtedly edgier because of everything that's happened in the last year. They are you know uh, domestic abuse is up. Um, Drug abuse is up. Alcohol abuse is up. Uh, relapses are up. Uh, people are beginning to actually use drugs that never did before. Sometimes because they've been actually told to, sometimes not. Some people can't get the drugs they need. Things just like blood pressure medication, something like that. Um, and and I just, just imagine this today, just as an, as an experience and as something when I'm more in control of myself, I'm able to do. And then, you know, once you kind of snap, you snap. And everybody out there has a snapping point, too. That's that's clear. Everybody, the Jungian, Carl Jung, the Jungian philosophy, philosophy of the shadow that we carry with us, that's everything in our lives. And, and, and usually the stuff that happens that result in bad consequences come from somewhere in our shadow. It may be from when we were five we don't know. I don't think that's just, just psycho babble. I think that's I actually either. real. Mm-hmm. So when you see that, that old man at the gas pump who is really taking his time and it takes him forever to hang the pump back up and forever to put the cap back on and then he kind of adjusts himself, just instead of getting angry, just ask yourself, is this guy basically dealing with renal failure the last time uh, is, is, is he having a health problem that you don't know that is affecting his ability to move or his desire to move quickly yeah. there's this little Lola man that came out of the speedway about maybe three or four weeks ago here in eastridge with a walker and he was just rolling his way back over the pump gas i was like oh man it's going to take him forever so i just ran over and said hey do you mind if i pump your gas i'll be glad to do it you can go ahead and get in the van I don't mind doing it at all. He just looked at me shocked that someone actually would come over and offer to do that. But goodness, he was you know, older. And really good conversation, though. We, we had a really good conversation. I was bumping his gas. Generally but, would. You, know. you, you see the, the young girl downtown with the pink hair and the hoodie and suggestive T-shirt, and she looks like she's tough as nails and just 
she irritates you for some reason. Just she reminds you of somebody. If she looks like some sort of entitled punk. She might just be completely terrified. The toughness might be a facade because she's been on the streets for five solid days now because she ran away from home because of an abusive stepfather. Yeah. And she has no idea what to do next. She's scared to death and she's putting on a facade. Do you see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. sure. Older black woman sitting at the light who doesn't gun it. So many of you people seem to be in such a hurry. Why don't you leave earlier? When you get a chance to pass somebody, just pass somebody without getting angry. Call ahead and say you're going to be late. But, you know, honking at somebody because they've sat at a green light for one-tenth of a second and they didn't just jam the accelerator, that's no use for you to use your 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 outside voice and flip birds at somebody. An old black woman sitting in the light, you know what? Her brain's on, can she get that third job so she can pay for her grandkids' daycare? Because she's taking care of the kids now because her daughter's in jail. She's thinking. You know, a honk, a boop, isn't going to hurt anybody's feeling. Come on, bitch. You don't know what she's going through. Dude, this in the, the three-piece suit, you know, downtown with the paper under his arm, gazing off into nothingness, not walking at the cross light. He might have just got a call from his friend, his best friend, who went a completely different way in life and is living on the beach somewhere now. Doesn't make a whole lot of money, but seems to really be enjoying every single day of his life. And he's rethinking everything he's ever done, every decision he's ever made. And he's feeling pretty bland and gray about things. Cut him some slack. I mean, seriously, really pretty woman in the store might've just gotten the, you know, and she, she, she's not stepping up to the cash register too quick for you. Or she's hovering over a meat rack, you know, looking at something and you know, you're thinking, God, do you think you're the only person in the world? Could you please get out of the way? She might have just gotten the third call to come back for breast cancer treatment. Yeah. It's back. Words nobody ever wants to hear. Right. I mean, the kid at the checkout counter might be worried about his pregnant girlfriend that he just, just found out that she's a week late. You don't know what the hell's going on. You see a little brown family huddled together. You're angry at them because you're sure they're illegal immigrants. They might be trying to figure out how to pay for the food they need right then and there. They might be illegal. They might not be. You don't know. Your assumption, though, they got you. What do you think that dad's thinking about with his kids around him? You think he's thinking about how do I get over on this white dude? Wonder how I can get over on this, this American sucker. No, he's thinking about how he's going to feed his kids. One of them needs some corrective shoes. Who knows? You see that old hillbilly that you just, you look like, oh man, good God almighty, dude, wash your hair. Ever heard of a brush? Button up that other, you know, thing on your overalls there. What's up with all the, the, the one overall hang? You know, and just in years, you're making all kinds of judgment calls. He might have just lost his mom. You don't know. You have absolutely no idea why he's sitting there with that look on his face, that vapid look on his face. Far away, it might not be because he's got a single-digit IQ and he's inbred. He might be an amazingly smart person who's just lived a rough country life. He just found out his mom died. Just for God's sakes... Put yourself in somebody else's place. Think about when you have been lost in thought dealing with very heavy things in your life. And guess what? 
the crosswalk and the immediate go at the green light or the meat counter or the checkout counter is not exactly your top priority right now. And then somebody gets mad at you because you're not stepping to their tune fast enough. Now, what what have you accomplished in life? I'll, I'll go so far as that with those of you who really dislike my political opinions, I dislike yours. We can get along all day long. I get overly personal. A lot of y'all get overly personal. What have we accomplished in doing so? Made some entertaining talk radio? Possibly. Made some very frustrating to listen to talk radio? Very possibly. What is the what what is our contribution to the gross domestic national emotional product? Did you just take away or did you just give? What did you give? Every single thing you do and say and think and think has an effect on the world. That's not a philosophy. That's just a truth. Thoughts have mass. They have weight. They can actually be monitored without seeing them. And you know when somebody is looking at you and is hating you. You know it. And what do you do in return? You fear, you hate back. So what, what are you contributing to the world today with your little snap judgments and reactions and actions and, and, and body movements and, and cut eyes, bird finger or peace sign? Thumbs up, thank you, or, a, you know, get off the road. That's all. Every time I have a blow up like I did yesterday, I feel terrible. No. Every time. I know. Every time. And it makes me rethink and I'm going to do better. And then somebody can just get around the pseudo armor just like that. Cause me to do it again. It sucks. podcast wouldn't be possible without the support of our sponsors. Southern Segway, Chattanooga's first consumer Segway dealer. Find them at Southern Segway on Facebook and Instagram, Dr. Brett Moldenhauer, Institute for Acupuncture and Wellness, and North Spring Cryotherapy and Rejuvenation Center. Find them at northspring.com. For more, go to fredpodcast.com.